right now. Joining me here in the WGN Skyline studio is Jacob Meister, Democratic candidate for the clerk of the court of Cook County. And thank you so much for joining me this evening. Well, thank you for having me, Rick. And I hope you enjoyed the lovely nighttime it, views over it, it is a beautiful night out. Yes. No snow right now, <laughs> thankfully. Thankfully. Yes, this well, is good. Jacob, I wanted to have you on, and I'm trying to do this before we get through the primary of having some of the candidates in the contested races uh, appear here on the show and uh, give us their kind of basically their pitch for their vote and obviously when it comes to clerk of the cook county circuit court an open seat dorothy brown having opted not to seek re-election and i think there's a lot of frustration among voters about the clerk the clerk's office and the fact we know that you know she's been under this constant federal investigation and ultimately one of her uh vendors friends employees i'm not sure which was basically you know chastised in federal court in a sentencing saying you know you, you've covered up uh, that prevented in federal investigation yeah well it, there's no doubt that this office the clerk's office is challenged both operationally and ethically and is really a ground zero of corruption in cook county and has been for some time um the office needs to be cleaned up there's no doubt about it you know both and i say both operationally and ethically because operationally you know it's been called a patronage den of disappearing files and dinosaur age technology and i think that hits the nail on the head well do you think do you think i mean that's part of it is is because for how many I almost want to say decades have we heard about how the office is going to be upgraded and how much of that was never done just to keep it as kind of a status quo political operation i, I think it is and that's one of the reasons i'm running you know the the cook county democratic party is trying very hard to keep their you know keep their control on that office um We've seen a tidal wave in Cook County in Illinois of reform candidates getting elected in order to stop business as usual and bring about true reform, whether it's Fritz Kagi, whether it's Lori Lightfoot. The voters have made really clear that Democratic machine politics as usual is no longer going to be tolerated. And, you know, I'm, I'm the reformer coming in. Um, you know, this is an office that's where you've got uh, political interests, uh, machine interests who have been contro in control of jobs for decades, and they like it that way. But in order to modernize the office, we need to move away from a paper-based system as much as some people would like to keep very large warehouses with lots of paper being moved around. In the real world, uh, industry long ago embraced technology we have to do the same thing in courts we have to automate our docket systems in the way that our courts work it's, it's a shame that in 2020 on a daily basis the way that business is done is judges and lawyers hand write out longhand uh, all the orders millions and millions and millions of them every year in triplicate with carbon paper and that has caused a crisis in our courts administratively our courts you know the judges and lawyers can't navigate the system any longer files are getting lost uh, and and it's tragic you know when you have a prisoner appeal 
pending and the appellate court can't get the record because the clerk's office has lost the file, you have hundreds of people sitting in prison right now whose appeals can't move forward. And that is a travesty of justice. I want to make sure, you know, one of my main platforms is to uh, increase access to justice and ensure access to justice for everyone. And, And access really means in a modern era that we have a modern operating court system with computer systems that can be relied upon whoever you are a judge a lawyer particularly pro se litigants who don't who are people who are not represented by lawyers who with our current system it is so bureaucratically difficult that an individual that's not represented can't navigate the system they end up getting evicted or foreclosed on they have child custody issues you know any myriad of things you know or they sit in jail because they can't navigate a system and get their paperwork filed because they can't figure out how to do it and that's a travesty we need to improve customer service we need to bring access to courts frankly when we go electronic we can have access to courts in every neighborhood in the city by just training reference librarians in every library in the county so that people don't have to take off work to go down and file some paperwork during a business day they can do it on evenings and weekends right in their library and have somebody who's knowledgeable about how the online systems how you upload documents into the online systems so we really have to rethink fundamentally the way that our courts operate we've been based on a paper system, move to an electronic system, and that gives us the opportunity to do a lot of other changes in terms of how our work flows. Remind me of what year this is again. This is 2020, and right, it, 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 we, we should have been doing it when Dorothy Brown came into office. She had a huge transition report, this whopping report, but with all these scholarly you know, individuals who helped put it together in her transition team, and you pick up that report today, and you realize most of what's in there still needs to be done. I understand your push for more access for everyone, for for fairness. But why why haven't I heard from uh, lawyers and judges uh, in a very vocal way complaining about the state of the system? Well, if you ask... You you'll be stampeded if you you know if you if you ask a, jo- a lawyer or a judge how does it operate they, 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 they you just see them spitting and getting red because there is such a level of frustration. I've been practicing in the Cook County courts for the last twenty nine years as a lawyer. Uh, it, it is absolutely frustrating. You you know I also practice in other courts around the country and and, and the state, and you see what a good system works like, and then you work. And then you see what Cook County is. And Cook County is, it, it, there's almost a complacency that's come into. Well, that's what I was wondering. Be. If it's almost like inculcated in the system that people just are, lawyers and judges are just saying, well, this is the way it is. It, it's kind of gotten to that because there have been so many promises made over the years of modernization that have never taken place. Um and really, that's what I bring to this this uh, election cycle. It's, we've got an opportunity now. It's been 20 years with Dorothy Brown. We have an, a once-in-20-year opportunity to really elect somebody who's made it their mission to, to reform the office, modernize it, you know, make sure that we are keeping the political forces from 
from uh, from playing with with uh, the operation of our court system and you know make, move to a merit based hiring system you know make sure that that Shack, shackman principles are being respected and instituted we have jeans day uh i i certainly want to make sure that this office you've got a horrible morale problem among uh in the clerk's office i think that, i think of, it's very telling you know i mean that that that's the case there yeah yeah there's a lot of very very good employees in the clerk's office and you know don't get me wrong about that who really deeply care about having an office that's accessible to everyone and that functions but there's a level of frustration just from years and years of it being broken that i plan to come in these are a lot of my friends these are people i've known for years well, I I want say, to come you're, in. you're an attorney you're you know you, you've worked in that in that system i'm sure you know what works and you have your opinion of what works and what doesn't absolutely absolutely I, you know and so you know i i realize that as we move over to a electronic system it's going to require a lot of training and i want to get paralegal certificates you know working with the city colleges of chicago and our our, our uh Community colleges have a, a paralegal certificate in Cook County Courtroom Management so that we can make sure that we are training our folks so that they can do their jobs. Training under Dorothy stopped pretty much in 2004, and it's caused problems, and that's a source of morale problems. So you talk about Jeans Day, have at it. Let's have Jeans Day, you know, if that's something that is going gonna, is gonna to make for a, a more collegial uh, working environment. I want to do things to make sure that the folks who work in the clerk's office um, have respect for the office, but also have respect for what we're trying to accomplish, and we can work together as a team. So I won't charge for Gene. That's Day. well. See, when I you said that, I was going to Gene's ask. Uh, <laughs> you surprised me a bit there. I was going to say, really? Uh, no, but uh, um, we're going to talk more about uh, kind of the the bigger picture of the office, as well as the bigger picture of the Democratic Party here in right. Cook County and in Illinois. In just a minute, we're going to take a quick break. This is the Sunday Spin. Welcome back to the Sunday Spin. I'm Rick Pearson of the Chicago Tribune, joined here in the WGN Skyline studio by Jacob Meister. He's a Democratic candidate in the uh, competitive race for the Clerk of Circuit Court of Cook County. That is the open seat as a result of uh, Dorothy Brown deciding not to seek re-election. You had touched upon the voluminous transition volume, I believe, when yes. she... And actually, I did find this quote uh, from... Uh, this was from her Chicago Tribune candidate questionnaire in the March 2000 Illinois primary. <laughs> Quote, I will make certain that the clerk's office keeps pace with upgrades in technical equipment, and I will make certain that the employees of the clerk's office continue uh, receive continuing education in operating and maintaining the office's information management system. There you go. It's and you read through that report, transition report, which is which is quite a, a good document, but has not most of it has not been implemented and still needs to be done. Um, you've run for this office before, yes, and. In fact, the last time he ran four years ago, there was consternation within the Cook County Democratic Organization, not not about your candidacy, but about her candidacy mm -hmm. and the effect that that could have on the Cook County Democratic ticket. Um, 
take a look at what the Cook County Democratic Organization was four years ago when he ran against Dorothy Brown to what is the state of the Cook County Democratic Organization in your view today? Well, I think we've seen, uh, the, I think we're seeing the death of the Cook County Democratic Party. And I, and I, you know, even four years ago, there was a weakening in the party, party's ability to, uh, you know, coordinate. Um, and, and today we've seen, I think, the erosion of the party. We've got Joe Berrios, who was the chairman of the Cook County Democratic Party, who lost overwhelmingly. Uh, that was to uh, Fritz Kegge for Fritz Kegge. assessor. For, for assessor. And overwhelmingly, and the, and the voters, in a pretty loud way, said, we're not going to take machine politics and machine corruption as usual. And most recently, in the mayoral race, you know, the current chairman of the Cook County Democratic Party, Tony Preckwinkle, lost in the mayoral election. I think she got maybe 20 precincts out of 2,150 in the city of Chicago. And that was a resounding, uh, I, I think, uh, proclamation from the voters that, once again, they're not taking politics, this Cook County Democratic machine politics as usual. And I think that continues. We've seen uh, just in the petition process that is uh, to get on the ballot, to get on the ballot where the Cook County Democratic Party's signatures were absolutely atrocious. Uh, there's challenge to those petitions, and they, they first of all they filed relatively few compared to what the party normally does, and had well over half thrown out as bad, and that is a sign of a, a systemic weakness in the Democratic Party's ability to even get their own candidates on the ballot, and and I think it's very telling that you have. Uh, I think you, you, what we see is we've got the old timers in the Democratic Party who really want it to stay the same, and we've got a whole new group who are coming up in our in our current committeeman elections. We have a, a reform movement to of of Democratic committeemen, uh, a reform caucus or committee people. I'm sorry, right. a, a reform caucus of candidates all over the city who are rising up and saying we've got to change our party in very fundamental ways and that you were going to see uh you know over the next couple months probably a dozen reform candidates and uh, running for committeemen what do you what do you attribute to that change from even say four years ago or, or is it is it the the democratic party in part of more of its progressiveness and that to move beyond kind of a, a controlled, strict organizational structure? I think, you know, part of it is the, the corruption inquiries, you know, where we've got, we're, we're, it's coming into focus to people that... It's not them, just the rule of uh, business as usual. Right. I think people are seeing what's happening with Madigan and his organization and Burke and his organization. And we saw with Berrios and his organization that there was, there's a, a institutionalized uh, pay-to-play system, patronage system that really operates to control our government in ways that we don't want. That makes it makes our government offices dysfunctional for the sake of politics. Um, 
And I think voters are starting to realize they need to get value for their money in government offices, and it's not just about lining politicians' pockets. And that's where I see the old and the new. I think there's a younger, more vibrant group of of, uh, activists who want to bring about that change. We saw in the aldermanic races a number of new aldermen elected who have very bright line tests and say that the people who work for them are not permitted to engage in politics, and they're creating a bright line. Mayor Lightfoot, same thing. She's instituted, you know, if you're, if you're on the government side, you don't mix with politics. And that's a line that, you know, the, the machine likes to completely blur. They take, you know, pay, patronage workers, put them in government jobs, and expect them to do po- politics, you know, political work in exchange for their jobs, and that's something that's got to come to an end. Well, and as you mentioned, uh, you know, one of the things you would make sure is, you know, making sure that the Chapman ruling on patronage would be, you know, ever-present in the clerk's office. Correct. You know, the the, the office just recently became uh, under Shackman uh, control, and there's been, it's been a very rough ride. I, I see absolutely no reason why there shouldn't be full compliance. The principles, you know, the Chapman stands for are good government in my book. And so I, I don't think they'll have much problem with me getting full compliance. Um, you know, it, it, it's just good government. And it's been many, many years in the making. Just going back to what you were talking about with the Democrats and, and the people tired of same old, same old, uh, and, and being taken for granted in many respects. Uh, I mean, wh- where goes the Democratic Party? Well, you know, in this office, they're trying to put their machine guy in, and, you know, so he'll preserve and protect the old ways, the system, the patronage system. You know, he's a guy who's got a very troubling history of pay-to-play politics in his own role as uh, as on the property tax board of review, you know, taking money from the litigants and their lawyers who appear before him um, pretty openly and brazenly, million uh, over a million dollars, you know, just in the last several years from property tax appeal lawyers who appear before him and he rules on their cases. If that's not pay-to-play, I don't know what it is. It's Joe Barrios-style government, and that's the stuff that's got to come to an end. So they certainly want people who are going to come into the clerk's office and maintain their status quo. But I I, I guess even to a larger point of, you know, if this is what the Democrats have been – is it is it even relevant to be a Democrat anymore and almost be more of an try to be an independent uh, Democrat or, or if it were yeah such well I think it is dem- independent Democrats we we kind of have two two kind of parties you got your independent Democrats and then you've got your machine Democrats and there's always been a uh, you know a little bit of struggle and war between them the principles that we all believe in. Um, at least some of them, the progressive <laughs> values, I guess, are are similar. It's where we overlap, but the concepts of good government and reform—that's that's where I think we differ, and that's where I'm planning on making a difference in the operation 
and culture of the clerk's office. Jacob, if people want to uh, look at uh, your campaign and, and the issues, uh, you have a website? I do. It's jacobforclerk.com. That's with an F-O-R. So it's jacobforclerk.com. That's Jacob Meister. He is a Democratic candidate in the field that is seeking to replace Dorothy Brown as clerk of the Cook County Circuit Court. Of course, it's the primary, but it's tantamount to uh, the general election is the uh, Democratic primary on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day of all days. Of course. Yeah, nothing's ever easy in politics. In <laughs> There's multiple time. reasons not to go to work. <laughs> go and vote and then have a good time. Jacob, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. You're listening to The Sunday Spin.